Welcome to the Daily TT podcast. It's uh, it's a rough one this morning, guys. It's a day off, so we're headed down to the cafe after a very, very late night or early morning. Who knows? But we were we were lucky enough to be invited to the the monster party last night, where we saw the likes of Davo Johnson, Peter Higman, and David Todd. And just so you all know, they were just there drinking their monster, and they were they they must have left by midnight. I didn't see any of them past midnight, so professionals to the core. So one man that wasn't there, however, was Steve Plater, catching up on his beauty sleep as usual. But he did wake up to a slew of, uh, of WhatsApp video messages from us. Uh, sorry, Steve. Hey, listen. To be fair, it's, it's tip-top, it's bang on. He's chipping hey, away. Just keep it. chipping away, 110%. Hey, listen, serious, yeah? What are you doing? Chris? You've been doing them all night, so just... Ah, ah. <laughs> no, to be fair, it's, uh, the lads are doing all right. It's, it's tip-top, bang on. Ah, ah. <sighs> so sorry, Steve. I'm so sorry. Apology not accepted. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen at him. Listen at him. Tweetering like a little flipping bird. <laughs> you don't sound very flipping sorry. He didn't look very sorry. Sprawled across the front of my beautiful little convertible car. Flipping it. I can't It was because breath. you didn't come out with us. You let us down. Me and the podcast boys, we thought we'd have a little celebration. And then we forgot to invite you. Yeah, first of all, you didn't invite me, and it, I'd have said no anyway because I knew, I knew I'd have been in the VIP uh, monster party on my own because you wouldn't get in. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, the, the 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 podcast boys snuck in, and I didn't. Blackballed you. <laughs> What's that mean? That means you're not allowed in. That oh, means right. you've been banished into a little corner on your own. Oh dear. Well, anyway, no, you are forgiven, really. Thank you. You are, mate. Yeah. As long as we invite you on the next one. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Because we all had a little bit too much to drink, well, some of us did last night. Um, it's a day off for the riders. Time yep. to recharge. Teams and regroup, riders. Yeah. And um, they get to go again tomorrow. So what will they be doing in this time, apart from recovering from last night's shenanigans? Yeah, I think there was a lot going on at the Monster Party last night, in all fairness. I know all, all the TV crew was there, apart from me. Uh, so it was all action. And I think the boys, including the mechanics and team owners, everything were blowing off a bit of steam there and just flipping, you know. Oh, they um, and getting ready for the last big three races. Yeah. Um, what are we going to talk about today? Well, what I thought we'd do, rather than uh, chat, I've got, a, I've got a chat show on the fan park. So why don't you head down with me? We'll plug in the old podcast, boys, and we'll, uh, we'll record the chat with Feho and, uh, and Peter Hickman. I'm up for that. Yeah, let's head down. Rock and roll. Steve. Come on. This is not pantomime. Sit down. Hello, love. <laughs> How are you? Right, you're looking forward to this. It's the first time you've been on stage, isn't it? Uh, well, not in my life. Well, no, of course not. Here? Yes. <laughs> this year, yes. I've walked past and listened to you a few times. It's been quite good, actually. Oh, thanks. It's not been bad yet. Could have been better, but... Yeah, no, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Are you all having a good time? 
Oh, that's it. You all listen to Steve Plater. So the reason Plater's here is because I went out last night and got a little bit drunk. And I don't really have the mental capacity to think of stuff to say. So I thought I'd drag Steve along with me to... Let me stop you there. So I've got some video clips on my phone <laughs> of Daisy here and his oppos, which are the, uh, the podcast crew up there on the balcony desperately trying to make it home and look quite sensible. And they're laid across the front of my lovely little convertible car, <laughs> like a load of bitches, uh, <laughs> flaunting themselves, desperately trying to get my attention. You're Don't right. incriminate yourself. But the main question is, how is it you got turfed out? You didn't get in the VIP. You couldn't get a ticket. <laughs> Clearly I not thought you were a rock star. Clearly not important enough. But what gets me, and where your argument falls on its face, is the fact that you say, my convertible car. Well, BCC's car from Kurt Michael. The fact that it's a convertible. Yeah, well, and? Anyway. Sun's out. Sun's out, bun's out. That's it. Right, shall we get our guests on? Yep, get them on. Right, we should have had three guests here coming today. Potentially, we've only got one at the minute. Two coming shortly. Hopefully, if Josh Brooks makes it back from the mountain, we will have three. But let me go and check, see who we've got. Have we just got... Is he here? Oh, he is here. Thank God for that. I thought we were going to have to get Bex up. Right. Please give it up for your favourite TT rider, I reckon. Peter Hickman and his boss, Faye Ho! <laughs> Come on. How are you? Fist bumps. Fist bumps. <laughs> Faye? Oh, he... oh, I never get a hug. Good on, see. fist bump. Right, take a seat. Pete, bumped into you last night. You were home for 12, I think, though. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it was a quiet one, though. Quiet-ish, yeah. Pretty sensible. I reckon I got to sleep about half three or something, yeah, something like that. I'm trying to cover for you here, mate. Yeah, no point covering, is there? <laughs> it was a day off today. Well, it was meant to be a day off. I've been busy since 10. Sorry. I've not stopped. So I've just sent Bex to go find me some food because I'm hungry. So what have been up to today? Uh, I've been here, there and everywhere. I did a coach lap with Duke Travel this morning. So at 10 o'clock, I was up on the start line. So I did a coach level. Oh, yeah. A coach lap, sorry, uh, with Duke Travel, uh, which I always do a couple of every year. Did you learn anything? <laughs> <laughs> I was asking some of, the, some of the guys if they could give me some pointers. <laughs> Apparently, less brake, more throttle. You go faster. Who knew? I've mm. heard that. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I've then been down in town. I did a bit of a talk for one of the companies in town, one of the local businesses. There was about I don't know, 40 or 50 people there up on a rooftop, which was really, really nice. I then went down into WH Smith as well and did a sign-in. So there was a, a magazine, is it TT Racer magazine or something that we did? Um, I'm on the front cover of, which is really, really nice. So there was a nice big queue there of people. So I did a load of photographs and signed in the, the magazine. Uh, and now I'm here <laughs> with you, Chris. We'll not, we'll not keep you too long. <laughs> Faye. Yeah. Are we proud of our team so far at this year's TT? Oh, yeah, of course. Doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, of course. Could, yeah. I think the, the remark was could do better. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like being back at school, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Your exam results. <laughs> okay, could do better. I did all right. Report. Could do better. Yes. Said, <laughs> go faster. Yeah. Let, let's give them a grading. Where are we at? A B for Pete? Uh, yeah. No, B plus. B plus. I like oh. an A if it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've still, got, we've still got time to change that. Yeah. We have. He's been an A a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Talk from the best, mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> so was it a big night? Is that the reason for the shades? 
No, no, not really. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> oh, no, I, didn't, I didn't mean you had to take them Is that better? Yeah, stick them on. I thought no. they was yours. <laughs> uh, mine's here on my head. <laughs> no, I normally have that. When I, when I was walking through town to get to WH Smith, I would never have got there if I went like this. So, so I literally had a black hoodie on, I had my sunglasses on, a hoodie up. I was full incognito and nobody recognised me at all. So it's really got to kind of scurried into the, into the shop. And then took my hoodie off and everyone was like, oh, it's him. That must so, yeah. be a nice, uh, a nice feeling that you can have this fame, but then you can go back home and you probably still get noticed, but not on the same level. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, TT is one thing. Being a, a little bit of BSB as well, it can be a little bit. But, like, can you imagine being a proper film star, like somebody mega, mega famous? It must <laughs> yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, you got a face for radio, Steve. Sorry, mate. What um, <laughs> would, would all spa? I'm a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine what it'd be like, like literally every day of your life, people constantly stopping you. I mean, this is a busy two weeks for me, but I give as much time as I can do. I can't always say yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of my own sucker for punishment, really, because I, I can't say no. I'm really, I really struggle to say no, so sometimes it takes me a long time to get from one side of the paddock to the other, but every now and again, if I just chuck my hood up and put my sunglasses on, nobody really knows, so I can kind of scurry about, but yeah. I can imagine it every day. It would be horrendous, wouldn't it? Mm. Just yeah. while he's not here, obviously, I mean, talking about your teammate, I know how much you dislike Australians from your BSB form. <laughs> how, 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 uh, how do you think he's doing five years off? Really, really good, you know. I, I'm so disappointed that he didn't get the stock racing. You know, that was the race. I know he's got another one, but obviously he's been riding a stocker the whole two weeks. So he's yeah. riding the super stock bike in the super bike class. So he's obviously at a slight disadvantage in super bikes, although the stockers are a bit easier to ride, or a lot easier to ride in my case at the minute. Um, but he, that was his time to really have a, have a good dig at it. And it was really unfortunate. Something really stupid, electronic. He didn't even get to St. Indians and the bike had cut out, which yeah. is super, super frustrating. But um, it'd be interesting to see what he does on, on Friday. I think he's really in with a shout of probably a bit more than what people are giving him credit for. He, he did night three or night four. He did 131 last week. Like yeah. early doors. That's, mm. that's tramping on for, for five years off. Oh, 100%. So, Faye, what would we give uh, Josh as a grade so far? Oh, well, effort. I'll say, like, he's close to A. Yeah? Yeah. So he's really that, put it in there. Well, hurt? you see, what no, I, I want... Say, what? He's got a face on him <laughs> now. I'm sat right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, what I want him to do hey. is get a lap record for I, me. I can't say, care. That's, that. Well, you have one. You've got a Superbike lap record now. Yeah, yeah, the Superbike race on Saturday, that's a different race, you see, so that has its own lap record. What? You have a lap record for Superbike. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real one, though, is it? Yeah, <laughs> is it? It's not a real yeah. one, is it? See? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We'll get there, we'll get there. So um, let's talk BSB real quick. And I wanted Josh to, to be here so we could talk about yeah. that. Because he's having a, a flyer in BSB at the minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you enjoy like that, a changed person. That success over there? Yeah. Third in the championship? Yeah, he is, yeah. I mean, you know what? Uh, first round, Silverstone. I oh. mean, um, I can see a bit of a change in him in Australia because I went over there and he was racing the stock um, yeah. for another team out there. And I can see he was really enjoying it. So I kind of like said to myself, hmm, maybe there's a chance here. But then in Silverstone, when he started getting on that podium, I thought, wow, here we go. But yeah. At least I had a moment where I can say I led the championship in round one, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't expect that. I really didn't expect that. There's only one time you need to lead a championship, though. 
<laughs> End of the last round. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> let, let me but stop you there. Let's go back to the grading. So round one, Silverstone. Obviously, you're very happy because Josh is on it and leading the championship. Let's go back to the grading system. So what did Josh get for round one? At Silverstone. Well, you're asking me. Yeah. What was, what, his, what was his grade? A? An A Oh, right. Well, there, I'll say A+. Plus. What about a teammate? Oh, him? <laughs> for effort, like A++++. Plus plus plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For results, yeah, uh, F. <laughs> a U. <laughs> great, you, did, you did put the effort in. Well, unfortunately, didn't, didn't you come off? Uh, yeah, I crashed in the morning warm-up with a really unusual oh, yeah, he did. problem. Um, which we've never had before. And actually, um, <laughs> my best mate, Jason O'Holloran, had it at the <laughs> test afterwards. Um, something we've never really um, found before in BSB, but from the first race on the Saturday, I can't remember where I finished, not, not anywhere particularly great, 11th or 12th or something, but I'd cooked the brakes that much, because it was quite warm that weekend, and Silverstone's like flat-out stop, flat-out stop everywhere. The seals that hold the caliper pistons in to obviously stop the brake fluid from coming out, had melted to the pistons. But obviously the team didn't know because that's never happened before. And in the morning, they'd put new pads in which had pushed the caliper pistons back into the caliper. And that material that had welded itself to the piston then got pushed into the seal even more. And when I went out in the morning, I braked into the first corner, let go of the brake, and the brake actually jammed on. And I was like, whoa, the bike kind of slowed down. I was like, whoa, that's really weird. I've never felt that before. I was quite lucky to stay on in the first instance, to be honest. And then I was riding down the back straight. I put my hand up and like, moved to one side. And I was kind of on and off the brake, on and off the brake. I was like, no, it feels OK. I like, accelerated, stop, accelerate, stop. I was like, yeah, no, no, everything feels all right. So I was like, do I come in or do I just do a lap and see what it feels? Maybe it's a bit of, sometimes you get a bit of material on the disc or something like that, which can basically, basically make the, disc, uh, the brakes jam on just momentarily. So I thought, well, I'll do a lap and just go nice and steady. And if you watch the footage, I'm going really super, super steady around the big long Luffield right-hander, wait for a little gap, open the gas. And obviously when you open the gas, all the weight goes backwards, all the weight came off the front wheel. The brake just jammed on and I just lost the front in a straight line. The weirdest, one of the weirdest crashes I've ever had. And unfortunately the bike absolutely destroyed itself. Like it did the swing arm, it did the tank, it did, oh, it was I just. Know. Yeah. I know, I know. I've it never heard that one before. Did you believe it, Faye? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have that excuse in your time. No, they, they just make fun of me. I didn't go fast enough to get them on enough. Yeah. <laughs> they just made fun of me when the bike yeah, came it, in. Yeah, it basically just ruined my Sunday because yeah. then the bike was in a million pieces. The boys did a fantastic job, got it back together again, went out for the start. And unfortunately, there was um, an electrical clip that had broken and nobody had seen it. And it, it basically destroyed itself when I set off. So the bike wouldn't run. So I had to pull out of race two. And then I started absolute dead last in race three, um, which was 26th or 28th or something. I was 12th on lap one, got to about 11th or something. And then unfortunately I had brake fade from the same problem again, so the brakes were overheating. Um, so at lap 20 from last on the grid, I was actually only two seconds off the win at lap 20. Yeah, and I ended up six seconds off the win at lap 30, but that's just because I had no brakes left. But yeah. um, in an instant, you know, with a problem like that, how does it knock your confidence? You know, um, something was out of your, when it's out of your control. Yeah, it's not so bad once you know what it was. So, like, we found out what it was afterwards. And since then, Jason had the same thing. So, basically, we went from, uh, from Silverstone to Alt Park Test, like, two days later. He had cooked his in the final race. Obviously, didn't know anything about it. Put new pads in at the Alt Park Test. Went straight out and crashed immediately. Exactly the same crash. Well, no. And from the same thing. They took the pads out, popped the pistons out. All the material was welded itself to it. 
and it was exactly the same yeah. thing. So since then, everybody's a bit more aware now. I mean, everyone was blaming me because obviously I'm one of the bigger guys on the grid, and they're like, oh, it's because of your weight and because you pull the brake hard and all the rest of it. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but then obviously Jason weighs like probably 60, 70 kilos max, about basically my left leg. So, yeah. um, And he still managed to cook his brakes and do the same thing. So everyone's really aware of it now in BSB. Um, but once you know what it is, it's kind of you can put it out of your head. So on that, you know, if he only weighs the same weight as your left leg, is that one of the key factors he always comes off worse when you two touch? <laughs> Possibly so, yeah. You trying Maybe to start so. more beef? Nah, no. <laughs> hey, it's one of those things. No, I'm only winding though. It's just one of those things. <laughs> just same person every time. That's <laughs> so, hey, Faye, we were talking... Qualifying week, we were talking in the camper van about every time these boys end up throwing it down the road. Oh, yeah, I know. Did you realise this, Pete? <laughs> she gets very upset. Oh, I noticed. Because she doesn't see bike parts flying down the road. No, she sees pound signs. And shoes. And, and shoes, shoes and handbags, handbags. yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the Prada handbag I can't buy anymore. I know, they were winding me up when the bike came in. Goes, there goes it. There goes the Labutons. Yeah. <laughs> so, no more Valentinos. <laughs> stop, crash, stop crashing. Right. <laughs> but hopefully we don't see any of that, that here. Oops. Oh dear. You're not Sorry, over. guys. So, right, what, what is going on with your footwear, by the way? What is that? <coughs> oh, we've had that already. Have you had that already? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. What's wrong? He likes his shoes, too. I love them. Uh, I think I need to put my sunglasses back on. To We're, be um, they're his mother's. <laughs> with style Obviously. over. Sub wait, no, substance over style. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. That sounds more like it. <laughs> I like them. Especially with the white socks as well. So, right, three more races. How good are you going to be? <laughs> Guess we'll find out tomorrow, won't we? Yeah, I mean, Superstock Bike's been mega right from the start here. Uh, had a really, really good run on it straight away in qualifying. Only did about four laps or so in qualifying on it because the bike felt so, so good. I did 133.2 or something on it really early on. So I was like, do you know what? Let's just park that. I'm really happy with it. I know what I feel I can do with it if I want to. Um, so let's just park it and concentrate on the Superbike because that's been a pain in the backside. So... Um, I didn't ride it from Wednesday until Tuesday, so I had a nearly a whole week off it, literally never touched it. So um, set off on, on Tuesday morning and was rapid straight away. It was 133.9, standing start and coming into the pit. So, yeah. And so I got held up a bit on the mountain, which is a bit of a shame. But so yeah, how I'm can you be so fast on the first lap with that and so crap on everything else on the <laughs> first lap? <laughs> Say it as it is, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the suit bike's been a real pain. I, I'm, I'm asking that because... I was the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just takes me, it takes me a while to build up. So a lot of the riders, even here, but also in, a, in BSB, they can go out on the bike, fresh, first session, and just go bang fast. And they hit the fastest lap of the weekend, and they sit there all weekend. I'm, I have to build to it. I literally just can't go fast. I've tried to make myself do it. All I do is make a hundred of mistakes in side of a couple of laps. I just can't do it. I have to build into it slowly, little bit by little bit. And TT is exactly the same for me. Normally, and this, this year's been the same, but like all through practice week, it's all about everyone else because they're all at the front and I'm kind of third or fourth or fifth or whatever. Yep. And then we normally get to racing and I'm right there at the front. Unfortunately, that didn't quite happen uh, this year, but you know, I'm, I'm there or thereabouts. I've had a couple of second places and, uh, and a win. So it's, we're, we're there or thereabouts. The Superstock bike just works really well though. The Superbike is just being a pig. It's really not nice to ride at the minute. It's super fast in a straight line, but it's really unstable. So what I mean by unstable is I'm sat there flat out down Sulby, for example, the whole bike's just weaving, weaving the whole way down Sulby straight. And every time it hits a big bump, it snaps. So it doesn't just weave, it's like weave, snap, weave, snap, weave, snap the yeah. whole time. And I can't stop it from doing it. 
And we don't really know why either. We don't know why it's doing what it's doing. The stocker doesn't do it, but the Superbike does. It can't just be the engine. There's something, there's something about it somewhere that's stopping it. And the problem with that is the brake issue that we have here, every time it snaps, the, the disc has a bit of float in it and it knocks the pads back into the caliper. So when I first press the brake, there is nothing, and I mean zero. So I have to press it twice with nothing, and then the third time, usually there was something there. The end of Sulby was normally five, pr five pumps to get any sort of brake, which is super, super unnerving. Any of you, I'm sure lots of you ride bikes, I don't know if any of you have ever had a brake failure, but the absolute worst feeling you can ever have on a bike, and particularly here, is having no brakes. You pull that lever and nothing happens, you absolutely shit yourself. Yeah. Um, sorry for swearing, but that is exactly what you do. And the first time it happened to me properly last week was on the Thursday or Friday. I did 202 mile an hour through Solby, and I had no brakes when I went for the brake, and oh my God, my heart <laughs> came out through my mouth. I, I somehow stopped. I had to pump the brake really hard. I panicked a lot. I had the rear wheel about two foot, three foot in the air by the time I did get brake because I was crapping myself. All I could see at the end of Solby is that wall. Yeah. And I know there's a massive drop after it. And I thought, I am going straight over there. There's no chance I'm stopping. But we managed to stop. I missed the corner, but I did stop and get round. But Keyman, <laughs> I don't know if any of it, I mean, I'm sure you've had it before, but I had it every corner. And I've never had that feeling before. It's once or twice where if you know there's a particular corner where there's a bit of a jump before it and you get a snap and you go, oh, every time there I have to do two or three pumps, yeah. you kind of get away with it. But every time I went for the brake, that entire six laps, it was not there. It was the most unnerving feeling ever. And there's nothing you can do about that until you find out what that issue is. If we can stop, stop the snapping yeah. and the weaving, then it will be gone. There will be no problem at all. The stock has not got it. The brake's there all the time. Super Sport, brake's there all the time. Super Twin, brake's there all the time. It's just the Super Bike. That's, that's unnerving unnerving to say the least Faye yeah what's um, just moving away well not necessarily moving away from TT but with the team yes what's what's the end goal with these guys because I guess when you got into the team it was originally Smith's became yours yeah did you always want to come to the TT with the team oh yes yeah so it was never just simply about British Superbikes or the, no. the closed well, circuit scene I come from Macau Macau is a street race mm -hmm. so this is always I mean don't get me wrong, when, when I was living in Macau and actually started to sponsor teams out there, I thought the Macau Grand Prix was the only race. Just that, <laughs> just that one race. <laughs> so um, when I start being introduced into the TT and Northwest and all that, so I thought, wow, there's so much more to this. And first year I came, um, I remember 2012, I came as a spectator and watched it. It was, it was insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't believe how fast they were going. Um, and then obviously 18, I came back and, you know, start following a team around and it just absolutely loved it. So um, I guess it's very similar, like, you know, TT and Macau is, is similar because it's a road race. So I absolutely love, love being in it. And it's always something I want to do. And obviously having him it helps. It, it helps, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it does all right. So what's the ultimate goal with the team? Where do you, where, where do you want to see the team go eventually? As oh. we are now and just carry on or? Um, well, yeah, of course, you know, carry on. I love being in racing. I love what I'm doing. Um, I love having, you know, the boys part of the team and also supporting the girls. Mm -hmm. Also the sidecar, I'm really enjoying that too. Um, so, yeah. You know, hopefully, I don't know what 
going to happen next year, but you never know. It might go a little bigger. I might bring in some. I mean, Maria is supposed to be racing for me this year. Yes. But unfortunately, she had to pull out. But I mean, little things. I don't like to go into things too fast. Yep. So I like to slowly build on it. Um, so you just have to see what happens. And what about your career then, Pete? Where, where do you see yours going? Are you happy where you are and just smashing yeah, I mean, this, smashing BSB? Or? Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, like for me, 500 Grand Prix, that was where I wanted to go. You know, as a kid, that was what I wanted to do. 500 Grand Prix at the time. I wanted to ride a 125, a 250, and then a 500. Uh, I never got to ride any of them. <laughs> still, I still haven't. Don't think you'd quite fit a 125. Yeah, yeah but this is the problem. So even when I was like 12 years old, I was nearly six foot. So my dad... My dad would never let me have a bike. My dad used to race himself back in the day. Raced here, won, won here at the Manx. Uh, raced TTs, was British 250 champion. Racing Grand Prix all over the place, Czech Republic. And he's been all, been all over. And when his career finished, he became a development engineer, mechanic for a lot of teams, rider coach. Was part of the JPS Nortons when they came here and raced at the TT. Uh, the Duckham's Nortons in, in BSB and JPS the, when they won the championships. My dad was massively involved with all that. So I grew up around it a little bit. I did half a Grand Prix season in 91, so I was four years old with Ian McConaughey on a 125. Old Grand school. Prix, my dad would drive the, van, uh, drive the seven and a half tonner there with me and my mum, caravan on the back, set the awning up, set the bike up, run the bike, pack up, go to the next round. So I did a bit of that as a kid, so I really, really grew up around it. Um, but he wouldn't let me have a bike, so um, I bought my own without telling him when I was 12, hit it around the back of the house. Saved me pocket money for a year, so I was 11 when I decided I was having a bike. I used to get a pound a week, got 50 quid after a year and went and bought a bike, an AR50 Kawasaki, and hit it around the back of the house. And um, about a week later, <laughs> my dad found it and then it hit the roof. Uh, and then it all kind of stemmed from there. He decided if I was going to do it anyway, then, then he, he wanted to help me. And my career really kind of went fast straight away. And I wanted to go Grand Prix racing, and, and my dad was like, mate, you're, too, you're already too big. He was like, production racing is unfortunately the way you're going to have to go, so that's British Superbike, World Superbike, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, by bearing in mind at this point, there wasn't, well, the MotoGP side had just started happening with the four strokes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I became uh, yeah, a little 125, well, mini motos starting, and then 125, then I went on to a 400 and then a 1,000 in the British Superbike Championship um, from the age of kind of 17 onwards. And, and where, where do I want to go? I mean, I've done some World Superbike races. I would love to do a full season of it. But having said that, I'm 36 years of age now. I'm still probably a bit too tall. You put Bautista next to me and he weighs even less than my left leg. So, um, so, so if Faye says she's going World Superbike racing next year, you're going? Well, yeah, I would say yes, of course. I'm a yes man, Steve. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get you. It'd be interesting to see that. I'd like to see that. Faye, oh. World Superbike next year? Shall we? Never say never. I have been approached a few times, yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah. What? With sponsors? Uh, Manufacturers? No. Yeah, Riders? Yeah, Riders, yeah. I know, I know. It's right yeah, here. There you go. Need this, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. He's still got it. He's still got the talent. He can still no, do we're it. No, still, we're still, I think for me, I still um, planning to do a wild card. In right. the world, yeah. So I just need to speak to them and see um, which one works best. There is one in my head, and I know one he really wants to do. Which one do you want to do, Pete? Imola. <laughs> Epic, isn't it? Back on the calendar this year for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Nobody gets a chance to test there, so obviously there'll be some riders that have an advantage that have been there before, but yeah. no one gets to test there because it's through the, through the town village and all that. 
Um, just an epic. I always, Imola just reminds me of Troy Bayliss and Colin, Colin Edwards, Edwards back in the day, oh. buying it out for the championship. I and was it's just <laughs> I've raced it, Imola. Unbelievable, unbelievable awesome. play. It looks yeah. unbelievable, yeah. but um, yeah. it's right in the middle in between a couple of BSP rounds. Yeah. It'd be a little bit difficult for the team, to be fair. But we did a wild card last year at Donington. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Didn't go to plan. I mean, people always say, oh, how come you were so far back at, at the World Superbike round? But honestly, the difference between yeah. British Superbike and World Superbike in the bike alone, like electronically, it is night and day different. I mean, the, the components that we have are exactly the same, but electronically, it, it may as well be a, a Honda. It's that different. Really? Yeah, you ride the bike completely different. The electronics take over a lot of the riding. So I did the, I did the round with FHO Racing at Donington. I think, I can't remember where we even finished. Just inside the top 20, maybe. Yeah. Just something like that. But we didn't have our proper electronics like what everyone else had. We kind of like had half and half between BSB and Worlds. And then BMW asked if I could go and do the check round in Most. I'd never been to Moss before. I was Scott Redding's teammate for the weekend, but I had full electronics. So the full factory bike that Vandermark had been riding, he was injured. And, oh, my God, it took me all weekend to get my head around it. Like, they literally, the second they let go of the brake, they hit 100% throttle immediately. So even if you're in a hairpin, like, tiny little hairpin with your elbow on the floor, as they let go of the brake, they go 100% immediately like that and then just let the electronics sort it all out on the exit. It is so hard to get your head round. You did that on a BSP bike, you would be over the fence, <laughs> never mind that off the track. Yeah. Like, it would just absolutely launch you to high hell. So the way of riding is completely different, and that's not taking anything away from the riders. The riders there are world-class riders. They are unbelievable, and they get the absolute maximum out of that bike. But it just took me, took me all weekend, but I managed to score some points in the end. I finished 14th in the final race, which I was super happy with. So that year, um, I managed to win a BSB race. I won at the TT, and then I won a World Superbike, uh, sorry, I scored points in a World Superbike race all in the same year. So for me, that was a big tick, or box ticked in my book. So when the dust settles towards the end of this year, when I say the dust settles, when when Faze told Stuart Hicks she's leaving and going to World Superbikes <laughs> and, and, and that big cloud finally passes over um, and the World Superbike calendar clashes with the Isle of Man TT, what's going to be your opinion for Well, I guess we'd have to have a break from World Superbike, wouldn't we, for a round? Get in there. <laughs> your answer's correct. There's no, uh, there's no um, retirement on the... On the horizon yeah, for the, the TT. I've been asked that a little bit recently. I guess that means I'm getting a bit older. <laughs> I've never been asked that before, but the last kind of year or so, people have said quite a few times, oh, when, when are you thinking of retiring? I'm like, not yet, thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, as it stands right now, I feel, you know, I love riding bikes. I love racing here. I love BSB. I love getting the opportunity sometimes to go to do a World Superbike round. I do some World Endurance sometimes. I get to race all over the place. Macau, I've raced in New Zealand. I've been super, super lucky. Phillip Island Classic I've done. I've been really, really super lucky to get what, what I've done. Um, but as it stands right now, I feel like I'll be racing till, um, you know, like McGuinness and Rutter, they're 51 this year and they're still here. I, f I honestly feel like I'll still be here when I'm 50. If in five years' time, though, I might feel different. I don't know. But how I feel right now is I want to just keep riding. Yeah, right. Faye. Yeah. On the podcast episode that we had in the, the trailer, we finished with the question that you, uh, you dodged. So I'm going <laughs> to ask it again. I'm going to ask it again. Who's your favourite rider 
<laughs> Peter Hickman. No or, comment. Or Josh Brooks. No comment. <laughs> he's right here. I, I know. Say, I'm sorry. Right. Josh can't even hear you. You may well, as well just maybe, say me. I don't know. Maybe he's hiding in the crowd <laughs> somewhere, you know? <laughs> no favourites in our team, is it, Faye? What? There's no favourites. That's how no, it is. No, exactly. It's equal I for everyone. I love every, everybody in the team. Every one of them. They're, you know, they're, they're fantastic team men, you know. I mean... I reckon so. Yeah. <laughs> What, what? what does that mean? <laughs> it means you, you like me a little bit more. Oh, like really? It's like your you, <laughs> children. You're not supposed to love one over the other, but you no. always do. No. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's right, right? <laughs> there, see, told you. No wonder your kids hate you. <laughs> no, only one of them, hey, Pete. So only, only one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so so as, far as, your, as far as your career is concerned at the moment, Pete, where do you think you're at? Do you think you've peaked, or do you think there's more to come from Peter Hickman? Yeah, on both sides, on disciplines, I mean, short circuit and uh, road racing. So it's something that I actually even ask myself sometimes. Yep. And then we go to a circuit and I go faster than I've ever been before. And I go, well, I've obviously, I'm obviously going faster. Yeah. I'm still, the thing with bike racing, every day is a school day. It doesn't matter how long you've been riding a bike for. And world champions will tell you exactly the same. Every day is a school day. You'll always find something new out. It's, it's amazing. Even coming here especially, like this is even more so. But even short circuit racing, you know, I'm... Even at Silverstone, where we had rubbish results, I went faster than I've ever been before. I went to Alton, I went pretty much as fast as I've ever been before, even in the test. You know, I, it's, I'm still going forward. So while I'm going forwards, I want to, you know, I feel like I'm still learning. I'm still getting faster. I'm still maturing as a person or a rider. I don't know, whichever one or both. And I, I, I feel like, yeah, I want to keep going. Mm. Would, you say, would, you, oh, sorry, sorry, Chris, would you say the Isle of Man TT 23 is perfect? Conditions road surface you know uh, the weather everything would you say that it's perfect yeah pretty much it's been uh, it's been awesome hasn't it i mean the, the weather's been unbelievable i'm sure the foreigners here are now thinking why does everyone complain about the rain here but um <laughs> normally it rains quite a lot but uh yeah this this year's been a bit like 18 isn't it, it never rained yeah. in 18 i came in 16 it didn't really rain in 16 either that was a really really good year so um yeah it's fantastic to see the circuit's been absolutely fantastic um, Organised done a good job. Johnny Barton's been doing a good job. He's now like moved into a new role, which is to do with the course and stuff as well. And I think that that's kind of elevated it a little bit more yeah. again. And yeah, the circuit's in great shape. It sounds like I'm giving you a hard time, doesn't it? So if everything's perfect, why can't you get your bike working? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly what we're trying to I'm figure not out. Yes. I'm yeah. not being smart, mate. Sorry, e please. E no, exactly what we're I trying mean, to figure out. I have to say, you know, even though the bike was having issues, I mean, he still rode it. I still doing great Very times, well. yeah, but it's know. just, yeah. So I have yes. to give him credit for that. Yeah. We even went back to last year's setting. So for the race, we literally put the bike exactly as it was last year, and yeah. it just reacted completely different. And mm. we don't know why. I honestly don't know why. I, the tyres may be slightly different from Dunlop yeah. this year, so that can make quite a big difference. I mean, the one, the one thing that can make the most amount of difference to a motorcycle is what tyres you put on your bike. It is the one thing touching the floor. It gives you the biggest difference. So... Is there something slightly different in the tyre? Maybe. I don't feel so. Like I feel like I've got good grip. I feel like from the tyre I've got good stability. Like All of that feels okay. It's something to do with the chassis or engine or... I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure. But, I mean, I still went as fast as I've ever been at the Alleman TT before. Yep. Equaled yep. The, the senior lap record, basically, on a bike that didn't work. And I had yep. to pump the brakes all the time. So, not only that, the shifter was intermittent. The blipper didn't work. It was kind of a complete lash up really and, and yet we still went and did a 35-4 so yeah. if we can get everything just right where are we going to end up I don't know let's find out 
is, is it kind of one of those problems that eventually we'll find out? We'll end up stripping the bike three or four weeks later and going, ah, that was oh, no, it's, it. it's been in pieces, don't you worry right. about that. Yeah, yeah. so for, for, for now, it's got a new engine, new quick shifter, new wiring loom, new ECU. I've changed the chassis, I've changed springs, I've changed, oh my God. It's the, trig list, it's the list goes on. <laughs> it's Trigger's broom, is it? <laughs> we call it random setting generator where you kind of have, you know, big wheels like where you've got that little clicker and you go. <laughs> so you're going to get, get out and warm up, give it a blast out and see how it, is that the plan? Yeah, that's the plan. So tomorrow yeah. I'll go out on the super bike for the solo warm up. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it's a weapon and we just leave it alone. If not, we'll have another go Saturday morning. And if it's still not working right, who knows? We'll have a big decision to make. And is it something you can find out in, in one lap? It's, it, yeah. it happens yeah. from the get-go. It's not something yeah. that develops throughout the, the race. I'll know within... Properly, I'll know... You'll, I'll have an indication immediately as soon as I go down Bray Hill. Yeah. And then after that, I'll know by the time I get to kind of Glen Helen. Right. Last question for me, for you, Faye. Right. We did a... Chris and I did an interview podcast with Carl Cox... Obviously, he's a massive name and throws an awful lot of money at racing. Yeah. Is two wheels your only passion? Or do you... F well, and three, sorry, with Maria. Yeah. But um, are you, would you look at car racing or various other disciplines of the sport, of motorsport? Well, I do have a, um, a girl that races karting for me, oh dear. Lizzie. Yeah, she's been doing really well. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of branching into that bit a little bit, but... Four, four, just do four wheels float yeah, your boat. But yeah. I still like the two wheels yeah. and three wheels. I mean, uh, one year in Macau, um, this is, you're going to laugh at this, it's a funny story. So 2011 or 10, 11, when I used to live out there, I used to throw the craziest parties after the Macau Grand Prix. And I think it was 2011, and one of the Formula 3 drivers actually came to the bar, well, I was just wandering around, came up to me and said, hi, you're Faye, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you like Formula 3? I'm so-and-so. I'm like, and I looked at him going, nah, I like bikes. <laughs> <laughs> His face dropped, because yeah. he couldn't believe it. But, <laughs> it's um, the same here. <laughs> but I think at the moment, I'm really enjoying the bike racing, but yeah, you, just, you just don't know. Um, you know um, We're more fun than car drivers, aren't we? Yeah, they're more laid back. Yeah. Too square. Very true. Those <laughs> car drivers. What would you What would you like to see? Um, because, like we say, we, you've got the money to help fund people, to help support people. Would you like to take a, a, a young girl into British Superbikes, a young girl into to Formula Three, Formula One, something like that? Take. If you'd l take a young girl from from where she is now in karting or s motorcycling and see how far they can progress and potentially yeah, take them I think to BSB. That, that well, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I mean, BSB, I've got five girls racing for me in different classes. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually, I think what I really would like to see is have a girl riding for me here. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, you know, I gotta basically see who's suitable or any kind of girls wants to do the TT race but something like that I think it will be any of those girls looking at it, at it at the minute or not not really at the moment but you just don't know I've got so many like you know I mean not just girl riders just riders just are you laughing what's up with you why are you laughing because I just thought of something Carry oh dear yeah. oh, oh dear is it broadcastable okay, so is that <laughs> 
Is this, obviously you're looking for a, a young lady to bring through TT and you'd love to see winning. Is that because a certain lady in your camp has got a massive birthday tomorrow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, I will be singing happy birthday tomorrow. <laughs> point. T- tell us. Maria. Yeah, Maria's tomorrow. birthday. Is she the big 21? <laughs> Double it and add a bit. <laughs> Plus that. Big bit. Um, <laughs> You should talk about a lady's age. Hawaii 5 0. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we best get her on stage and all sing happy birthday to her then, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, perfect. Right, <laughs> shall we wrap this one up, seeing as Josh didn't turn up? Josh is not out there, just hiding away anywhere, is he? Yeah. I think he's hiding in the crowd. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. Well, anyway, listen. Best of luck for the rest of the week. Best of luck for the rest of the week. Thank you. Sick of talking to you. <laughs> I, was only, I wasn't uh, having a dig at Pete, by the way. I'm a massive fan. I am animate. And he's, uh, I'm in awe of what he's doing around here. So give him a round of applause. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank hey. you, guys. But you were having a dig at me and my course. shoes. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> idiot. Who wouldn't? Right. Give it up for Fejo, FHL Racing, and again, to Peter Higman. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the TT. To Steve Plater <laughs> for his... I don't know. I don't even know what to say. So, Steve, that's it. You you, you experienced just a, a little day in my life on the fan park. Did you enjoy it? Well, mate, I got you a crowd for a change, didn't I? I know. Do you know what? If it wasn't for you, it would have just been I love you. me, you myself, are and I. <laughs> hey, mate, no, I did enjoy it. Yep, yeah, not easy up there, obviously, day in, day out. But I think, in all honesty, you know, uh, it's been really good this year. There's been a lot of people in there and... It was absolutely packed yeah, for that chat. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we were also supposed to have Josh Brooks, but he decided to turn up the moment we left the stage, which was a shame. Apparently, he was up over the mountain. I don't know whether he was trying to learn some new lines, but he was up and over doing something. But yeah, fair play to him. He did come down. Mm-hmm. But we just uh, didn't get a chance to, uh, to speak to him. So moving on to tomorrow, we've got Superstock Race and we've got Super Twin Race. Correct. Um, Superstock first race in the morning. Forecast is looking good mm-hmm. for the next, yeah, for the next three days. Actually, forecast looking good. I've just it's had confirmation better, yeah. from the clerk of the course that don't look at your mobile phone forecast. The actual, the real one, the Met report is very, very good for Saturday between ten and three. So, Mint. pretty much guaranteed the Met office that we'll get the the big senior race in. Right. So, what we're going to see over the next couple of days? Then we're going to see history being made once again. Yeah, well, the big thing for me, and I'm going to say this on the TV as well, is are we going to see a different winner? We've only had three. Be nice, wouldn't it? You know, which is fabulous for those guys and their smashing records and being ultra fast and and, uh, quite impressive to watch. But, well, four, actually. I'm I'm belittling the virtual brothers. Um, But, yeah, so it's just been Hickey, uh, my MD, and Ben and Tom Birchall so far. But it'd be nice to see somebody else giving a little push and getting up on the top step of the podium. The only way I can see that happening is if one of those two boys, Hickey or uh, or MD, has, has, a, has an issue well, in terms of mechanical. I just it's can't TT, see. you never know. Anything can happen. You're right. Right, let's go, and earn our, let's go and earn the rest of this. Do we earn it or have we earned it already? Let's go and enjoy this well-earned day off. I don't think you've really ever, ever earned anything properly in your life. You're right. Come on then, let's cruise to infinity and beyond. See you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.